to be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at I the same time. That's just the art of falling in love with each other. I realize that sometimes the only one that can put the pieces back together is yourself. With love and love. 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 Hey besties, welcome or welcome back to another episode of I Missed Me. My name is Mafian Suarez and I am so happy and so grateful that you're here. As you might know, we just started a new season and with it, so many, so many cool and exciting things. One of them being collab episodes again. This time, they're going to be super consistent. Every single Wednesday, you are going to get an episode with a special guest. And today, I am super excited because I have Olivia Catania with me. Olivia Catania is the host of Lit Fit Listens. Lit Fit Listens is a podcast and a space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness. Today, we're talking about so many interesting topics like presence, healing your inner child, and overall, it was just a very beautiful conversation. And I can't wait for you guys to listen, so let's get started. Olivia, welcome to I Missed Me. Olivia Catania, welcome to I Missed Me. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for being so patient with me. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, Olivia is the host of Lift It Listens, and she has a podcast about wellness, about mental health, about self-growth, which aligns perfectly with I Missed Me. And before we get started with our questions, I just want to start off, first of all, by thanking you for, for accepting my invite. And also, I just want to give you the space to introduce yourself to I Miss Me's listeners. Yes, of course. First mm-hmm. of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first time ever speaking on a podcast. I've never been on a podcast, I guess, on another podcast, I should say. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Um, and Lift It Listens is essentially my podcast. It's basically like the audio branch of my personal brand, which is called Lift It. Um, I'm also on YouTube primarily and then Instagram and TikTok and such. So Lift It Listens were just kind of a place for me to dump all the things that I'm thinking about in my brain and kind of philosophical thoughts and mindset stuff that I have. So that's basically what my podcast is all about. Self-love, personal development, expanding mindsets, self-improvement, all that good stuff. I love that. On your podcast, you talk about the importance of learning how to do things by yourself and independence and the way that life becomes way more available when you stop waiting for people to do things and you just start doing them yourself. Um, so how did this journey start for you? When did you realize that life could actually be happy by doing things alone? And how do you turn loneliness into solitude? And what are your main tips to enjoy time by yourself? Yeah, I feel like I really feel like a part of as cheesy as it sounds, I truly feel like a part of my life purpose like is to be some sense of example for like the importance of like falling in love with yourself and like love spending time with yourself. So I think it's so important because at the end of the day, you know, everyone always says it. It's like, you are the only person that you're going to go through every single phase of life with, like you are going to die with yourself, which as morbid as that sounds, it's true. So I feel like where I first kind of, I guess, realized that I was almost kind of forced into it in college. I want to say, cause I was very isolated. Ironically, we were just talking about college before yeah. this. Um, I didn't, I personally, I went to Penn state and I personally didn't like it. Like the first couple of years, I really struggled, especially my first year. I really struggled to make friends. I had a boyfriend at the time who was long distance, which like never helps you be in the present situation of what's going on. And so it was kind of where I learned, you know, I was kind of forced to do things on my own. And I think also another very real thing that I feel like many people could relate to also kind of growing up, I had a lot of chaos in my house. So I do feel like a part of the reason why I have always kind of had this weird kind of affinity, like joy of being alone 
came from also how I was raised because for me, peace was found when I was alone because when I was around my family, around my siblings, like God love them. And we have a great relationship now, but like, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't turmoil, you know, in the house and like so many people can relate to that. And so it was kind of always chaotic when I was around other people. So when I was alone was when I found that peace. And so it was kind of like turned into the safe space. And then I feel like college kind of solidified that and almost made it more so relevant you know, transitioning into adulthood as I got older and like actually went out and did things um, on my own. What, what are your main tips that you can give to people that struggle with? Because there's a lot of people and I miss me that maybe stay in toxic relationships or in toxic environments because not necessarily because they, they don't know it's not healthy, but because they're con they're comfortable in them and because they're afraid of of what's next of letting right. go. like they're, they're just scared of facing loneliness. Right. No, you're hundred percent correct. I think the biggest thing that helped me and the biggest tip is like, I always say to develop a relationship with yourself because it's kind of like, you know, no shit. If you're going to come out of a relationship and you know, it's so easy to lose yourself and in a relationship for a long time. And so it's like, obviously if someone told you to go hang out with a stranger all day, you'd be like, I don't know that person. You know what I mean? Like, this is weird. This feels uncomfortable. This feels scary. And so I think some people don't even realize that they are their own stranger to themselves because there's such a lack of spending time with yourself and like having stillness with yourself. So I think my number one tip is to take the time to cultivate a relationship with yourself. And like when I first started to do things alone, no, I didn't think it was like the most fun thing in the world when I first started. So it's like, I think it's something that comes with time and hand in hand with that is developing a relationship with yourself. And I think you do that by, I mean, it's interchangeable. Like you do that by spending time with yourself. You do that by sitting in stillness by taking yourself on solo dates, journaling, thinking about what you're thinking about, just reflecting on what's going on inside, you know, recognizing your strengths and your beauty and who you are as a person so that you can then, you know, see, just see your beauty and, and want to be spending time with yourself, just like how you would want to spend time with a friend that you think is really awesome. Mm -hmm. So I think my biggest tip always, 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 I feel like I always have this on my podcast is develop a relationship with yourself. Cause I really feel like that's when kind of everything changes. A hundred percent what you're saying. I, I have always said that the beginning of coming back home to yourself is like starting to get to know yourself essentially and like building a, a, a relationship like you can't like yourself if you don't know yourself. Just like you can't like someone if you don't know them. You can't like yourself if you don't know yourself. So like the beginning of that turning loneliness into solitude journey is to begin to to get to know yourself and to understand that maybe you're pretty cool and you don't even know, you know, and it has happened to me where I stay with like toxic people because, you know, a fear of just like feeling loneliness. But then I'm like, it can't be that bad to be by myself. Like it really can't be that bad, you know? So I feel like that's like the best tip that we can give is like to begin to get to know yourself and then discover that you can actually like, like yourself. Moving on to our next question on your podcast, you also talk about the importance of living in the present moment and how home is the present moment and I resonate so much with this because I've been listening so much about the power of now and stuff um so why do you think is it so hard for our minds to stay in the present moment and what is the biggest piece of advice that you can give to people that struggle with living in the present moment yeah I think this is such a just an amazing topic I I feel like I've been talking about this a lot coincidentally too I think the biggest reason why it's so hard for us to be in the present moment is just that we live in a world of constant distractions but like furthermore I truly feel like our brains are truly not evolved enough to know how to handle like all of this stimulus that we have going on. Cause like back in the day there was, you had only had to work on 
the only thing you had to worry about were like the things that you needed to survive. It's like, there's even now when there's studies, when you look back to like, there's still people today who live in tribes and like live how kind of the masses used to live. And like all of the like depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, like all those stuff literally don't exist because every, everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a mission in their tribe of whether it's to go to get food or to weave a basket or whatever the case may be. And so like, I truly do feel like, you know, back then, like those were all the only things that we kind of need to worry about was like survival. And it gave us a sense of purpose. It's like, now I feel like we have so many options, so many things going on in our world, so many distractions, so many things that we could be doing, should be doing like too many things for us to handle. And I truly genuinely feel like it almost goes back to evolution. Like our brains have not caught up with how fast we've been evolving to like handle the load that we have in our life. And so then I, I feel like all those distractions take us away from being able to be, you know, in the present moment and so I think the biggest thing to help with that is to just do the best you can to get in stillness as often as you can like to turn off the noise in whatever way that like feels best to you right whether that's meditating whether that's journaling whether that's going out on a hike and being in nature whether that's like taking an hour away from your phone not being on your phone in the morning it's like you have to put in some sort of effort to create boundaries in your life to give yourself the time to decompress and to not need to constantly be mentally elsewhere or constantly being thinking about other these other things mentally i've been listening to the power of now and that's why i resonate with this like question and this topic so much where it explains that the reason why we struggle to live in the present moment is because time exists like we're so trapped in time and we're so trapped in what happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future and if we think about like our struggles and the reason behind our pain it's only because of past experiences or because of future experiences that haven't happened. Right. The only reason to like truly free ourselves from pain and from suffering is to come back to the present moment where life is happening right now and there's absolutely mm -hmm. nothing wrong. So what you say is super important to like find moments during the day and then turn that into a lifestyle where we can like be still. Mm -hmm. whether it's like meditating or again journaling or for us like for me it is the space or the time that I take to record my my podcast where like literally nothing else matters and other than what I'm saying but to find those things that give us peace and turn that into a lifestyle I think it's right. really important I love that and I I loved the book the power of now I love that author too Eckhart Tolle or Tolle Eckhart Tolle. yeah yeah a new earth is also a great book um, yeah. by, by him too. Yeah. And I think it also, like, I feel like we also have heard of the flow state, which is essentially like where time doesn't exist. Like you're so invested into what you're doing. So it's like doing more of those things that make you forget about the concept of time. Like, I love the way you put that. I think it's so powerful because that's what kind of can remove you and totally just have you be so immersed in the present moment. And I forget, I'm going to butcher the quote, but there's a beautiful quote. That's like, if you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're sad or something, you're living in the past you know and once you live in the present is only when you'll be able to experience true joy and it, and it's so true like if you actually were to sit back and like think about those i don't want to say negative emotions but just like those yeah just kind of yeah. like those not self-serving emotions just what you're saying when you're anxious or you're worried it's like are you that's really inevitably means that you are thinking about something in the future mm -hmm. or if you're upset about something or you're rehashing something or you're feeling bitter about something you're most likely you know rerunning something from the past like it's really hard to experience something other than joy if you are truly in the moment to moment and I, I even talked about this on my podcast too in the episode about home is the present moment this is kind of a, a drastic example but it's like if you were needing to 
survive for some reason, like in this moment, if you're getting attacked, you're not thinking like, oh my God, I'm so worried or like that's you. And like, no, if you're actually in the present moment, you're thinking right now, problem solving, what am I doing in this moment to get past it? Then like, you know what I mean? Then like eventually in the future, you would be looking back and saying that was so scary, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. But it's like when you're actually purely in the moment, you are inevitably in this flow state to handle situations to the best of your ability. Yeah, ultimately being in fight or flight 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like crazy how many of us do live like that in our society. Like a lot of people who are like working nine to five jobs and just like all this stuff, like so many of our bodies, like our nervous systems are not regulated, out of whack, like, and we're just living in fight or flight mode 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's painful too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I feel like with that, not only are, can you be like happy and joyful in the present moment, but yeah, like that's where you find, that's where you find peace. Peace. And then you understand that like happiness and, and sadness, they're, they're both emotions that they come and go. And like there, there can't be one without the other. There can't be happiness right. without sadness and there can't be sadness without happiness. But peace doesn't have any opposites. Right. And we struggle to find it or we're lazy to find it. So we just choose temporary peace and temporary pain over like actually taking on a healing journey and to find peace because it's long and it's painful, but ultimately that's like the only like salvation I say. Right, is peace. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about alignment because you also talk about it on your podcast. Mm -hmm. How to know if you're in alignment. You have an episode talking about frequencies and talking about energy, which I think are extremely important as well. Um, for people to understand so how can you like can you please explain to me a little bit of what it means to be in alignment and ultimately how to know if you're in alignment or not yes I love talking about energy energy is so important everything is energy I'm someone who so believes in energetics energetics is my religion I feel like as I say it but so for me yes you totally understand being in alignment to me how I would explain it is like being in alignment kind of with your highest life path it's you fulfilling your potential is kind of how I visualize it in my head. Um, and I guess how I know when I'm personally in alignment, it's just kind of when things are flowing easily, it's like things are effortless. It's more so almost easier for me to know when I'm not in alignment than when I am. Cause like, for example, oh my gosh, this happened like last week. This is what time when I was not in alignment, mm. I woke up and, and sometimes, you know, it just is kind of, I don't, I mean, I don't know all the answers. Like sometimes I don't know if we just kind of have off days or maybe it was a day where I just wasn't super grounded in my meditation or something, but like there was a day where I woke up, I did meditate and I put my glasses next to me and I stood up and I literally stepped on my glasses, like hello, nerd alert. And I was like, damn, like luckily I didn't crush them but I was like what the heck was that like that was kind of a stupid little thing and then I went downstairs and went to make breakfast and I, I egg slipped out of my hand and dropped and cracked all over the floor and these seem like little little things yeah to me it's like there was they're like little micro kind of resistant points in our day or just little mic like things that didn't flow easily you know I mean they're like little micro mess ups that would have been so easy to avoid like I haven't dropped an egg in months you know what I mean it's like I mean, I've never stepped on my glasses ever in my life so it's like those little things that seem so trivial it's like especially when I have multiple of those things in my day I'm like damn today is not my day like something is off um so to me those are kind of little telltale signs when I feel like I'm out of alignment and so on the contrary obviously it's like when things are really flowing or I'm feeling really lucky or I really can feel it with the way other strangers kind of treat me um if I'm in the grocery store line and someone is in front of me and feels called to turn around and just start a conversation to me or they're really kind or they'll compliment me or 
you know, not a couple of weeks ago, I had someone like say how beautiful my presence was and my energy. And I was like that, I was like, I'm in such alignment today. Like that was the best thing ever. So I just think it's, it's just kind of little things like that. I kind of almost pay attention because everything's always a mirror, right? So it's like your external reality is reflecting your internal reality. So for me, it's like, based on what my internal space is, my external space is affected. And so I kind of almost pay attention to kind of my signals, if you will, of my external reality, right? Whether it's people, things, experiences that, you know, went my way that didn't go my way, et cetera. A hundred percent. And I, and I love that. I think more people should pay attention to what's going on around them because it's, yeah. it's it, like, it literally tells you what's going on 100%. inside you. And instead of like, people love to blame life for things that happen to them, but they don't understand that it's literally a mirror of the things that are going on inside you. So once you understand that you're going to stop blaming life for being hard and you're going to start like looking inwards as to like, why is life being hard? You know, right. why, what can I change for life to stop being this way? So I love, right. I, love I think back to people like having also kind of almost, I love what you said about how it's like, pay attention to your environment. Cause so much of it is almost just like a lack of awareness. Cause people have like things happen. They're stuck in traffic and then they didn't get this happen. And there's someone got their Starbucks order wrong mm-hmm. and they just, they almost are like identify. I, I kind of always use the example. It's like the fish in the fishbowl. It's like, they're just, you're not even aware you're in the fishbowl. Cause you're so, it's like so identified with these poor experiences or with these emotions. It's like, they hey besties. I am so sorry to interrupt you, but I have to share this with you guys, because if you are someone who's trying to learn a new language, then Rosetta stone is definitely for you. One of my biggest New Year's resolutions is definitely to learn a new language. I speak Spanish, I speak English, and I want to learn a new language in 2024. And that is why I am extremely, extremely excited that I found Rosetta Stone. So besties, if you're someone who wants to learn a new language because you have an upcoming international trip or because you want a way to connect with your family or with new friends or understand certain pop culture or just to learn a new skill or hobby, then you need Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer. It immerses you in many ways, which makes learning a new language so much, so much easier. Don't put off learning that language because there is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Missed Me's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you so much, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode. Besties, I would have never imagined having and owning a business until I found Shopify. I've told you the story before. When I was 17, I decided to start my clothing brand and I was only able to make it because I found Shopify. Seriously, besties, selling and having an online store is so easy just because of Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, seriously, I could not recommend Shopify more. I would have never imagined having the business that I have. You guys know that I sell hoodies. It's called I Miss Me Project now, but 
It's all because of Shopify. It is so easy to use and I am someone who's really, really bad with technology, believe it or not. So I love Shopify. It's just super easy to use, so easy to design, to sell and to ship. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansures, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mafiansures now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties at shopify.com slash mafiansures and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify. Besties, who is a fan of cowboy boots like me? Tecovas is my new favorite boot brand because they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time honored individual steps. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Beyond Mexico. Tecovas is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples. Besties, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas. You will see they will become your new favorite footwear. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Again, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S to get your new pair of cowboy boots. Thank you so much, Tecovas, for sponsoring today's episode. I don't even have the awareness of like, these are telling you things. Like these are signs, exactly what you're saying. These are oper- These are basically the universe trying to communicate to give you an opportunity to realign your energy. It's not that you have bad luck. It's not that bad yeah. things happen to you. It's like, you need to get in your driver's seat and say, I'm not liking the reality that's getting reflected back at me in my mirror. Yeah. So no, I'm not going to go, you know, it's kind of like that quote. It's like, you don't, if a flower isn't growing, you don't get pissed at the flower, you change the environment kind of type thing. It's like you need to change your internal environment to have a different re- reality reflected back at you to create a reality you love. It's like truly when I have days that are just shitty, it's like we all have bad days. Those are the days where I really sit and reflect. And I'm like, okay, I can't like dwell in this. I'm not going to let like this create a bad mood for me. I'm not going to be in a victim to my environment and just take on this mental headspace because of this and let that project now and carry that momentum through me in the day. Like, no, I need to take the space, realign and say, this is not the reality that I'm wanting today. I need to re- rewire my thoughts, reframe my thoughts, realign for the day, declare, you know, the life that I want to be living, that's when I usually run through affirmations. I'll go through things that I'm grateful for simply just to realign my perspective. And it does so much at pulling your energy and realigning it in the in the right way. And that's where my day will really start to transform. 100%. We have one last question. And then the, the last, last question that I love to ask everyone that I invite to I Missed Me. Um, on your podcast, you also talk about inner child healing, which I love this topic. I am so passionate about it and the way that it impacts the person that you are today. What are some things that you did to heal your own inner child traumas and how can we discover or how can we become aware of the fact that the patterns that repeat today in our lives are because of childhood traumas? I love this question. I love that you brought it up. I love that you're passionate about it too, because it's so important. Like, I would argue that like literally everything goes back to just inner child healing and basically any of our like quote unquote toxic tendencies or unconscious behaviors is a hundred percent from childhood trauma, hundred percent. So this was a huge portion of my healing journey. It still is today. Like I'm constantly going back. And I think 
just to kind of validate and everyone listening, like sometimes I feel like when people think of childhood trauma, they're like, oh, I need to have gone through like some hard stuff, like create, you know, like really hard stuff. And don't get me wrong. Like everyone has different levels of pain, but like trauma is trauma. You know what I mean? And trauma can be literally as simple as your mom, like as you coming down from from upstairs you're about to go to school you were dressed for the day and she made a comment about the way that you looked in a certain outfit like that literally is childhood trauma and that put in your brain like body dysmorphia or like talking negatively to yourself or feeling like you're fat or whatever whatever like all this negative self-talk it's like it can start from something so simple and I just really want to echo that to people because I don't want people to like gaslight themselves to feel like their their trauma isn't worthy you know what I mean right or like not deep enough I'm like no like pain is pain and it affects people in so many different ways and to be honest it's those little things that don't seem like big things that really are like ingrained in your thought process now that are playing such a big role in your subconscious way that you're acting and you don't even know it's coming from childhood trauma because it seems so little you know what I mean like people are like what's childhood trauma oh my dad left me when we were three it's like this huge big event yeah it's like these really micro things that you don't even remember that are like what's shaping you and that like dictate the way that you're thinking and talking to yourself. So it's like, it's so important to validate yourself, to validate your pain that you went through when you're little and just be open-minded to know that like, it could be something very little that's still worth attending to because those things, whether you realize it or not, are like self-consciously affecting your actions as an adult. And we also need to understand to backtrack a little bit about just your inner child, because it's kind of almost like this buzzword term. And I totally understand if you don't get kind of like how, important it is it's basically like how we are until we're like seven like that's your authentic untouched self and then it's like when you have these people telling you you know their beliefs what's right and wrong what you should be doing what they think you should be doing you start to adopt those mindsets as your own and that you carry those with you into adulthood as you start to grow up you know and so it's like it's really about inner child healing. The whole concept of it is to basically strip back everything that you've been taught which more often than not, especially like our, all of our parents' generations, so many of them were wounded. Like, you know what I mean? Like our generation, which I love, we're totally breaking into this whole new era of, you know, emotional intelligence, breaking generational cycles, all this sort of stuff. So it's like a lot of the stuff that we were taught as our parents, which they were doing the best they could with the information they knew, you know, it's other trauma dumped essentially on us. And so it's our job to break through those traumas and rewrite those false narratives that we've adopted from childhood. And that's the whole concept of inner child healing. It's basically coming home to your true self and stopping like believing these just lies that were fed to you when you were younger based on what your parents felt were right or wrong or what you should be doing, what's a serious job, what's not a serious job, what's appropriate to look a certain way, what's trashy to look a certain way, like all this stuff that sounds crazy, but it's like, it's so true and so real. So I think for me, what I really did first and foremost was, I think the biggest thing was looking through, like looking to my parents through a lens of compassion and understanding. I personally went through a very bad divorce. My parents, like it was not an amicable, amicable divorce. I was not a friendly divorce. Um, I was four when they divorced. And so there was a lot of stuff that just was said between the two of them that I was, you know, witnessing and all that sort of stuff. And you understand now, like when I think, you know, you also know, you know, when you go through a bad breakup, it's, it's awful, right? It's hard to be your best self. It's hard to be collected. And so I can't imagine going through a divorce with someone you've been married for 20 years and you've birthed, you've created human souls together. Like I can't four of them. You know what I mean? So it's like 
unweaving your life together with someone you've been with for 25 years, you have children together and learning how to co-parent. It's like, it's a lot of stuff going on. And so no, they weren't the best parents at points in times growing up, but it's realizing that as I get older, looking back, we always think our parents are superheroes when we're little, as you get older, you understand they're just humans. And so when I feel like when you can look at your parents or just any adults figures in your life from when you were a child and understand and look at them with understanding and compassion and knowing they didn't have this malintent, maybe they were just repeating trauma that was onto them, that they didn't have the awareness or consciousness to heal from themselves. I think it really changes the narrative to not be resentful toward your parents, not be angry towards your parents. And that's when you can truly heal. Because if you're resentful, if you're angry, there can't be understanding that also coexists, right? So I think you need, in order to be able to let that clear, you need to have understanding and acceptance for them to then be able to also forgive. Um, forgiving doesn't mean they need to come back into your life, right? But forgiving is, is peace for you. So I think that was the biggest thing was just having understanding for them. And then from there, I kind of tended to work backwards, which this is a great kind of like actionable step for listeners as well. Mm. I would kind of really be mindful of my triggers like things that people would say to me, things that would happen to me, situations. And if I would feel like, ooh, that, that didn't feel too good, I would kind of dissect that and say, why did that break, make me so irritated? Why did that really bring up a reaction in me? Because those are kind of little landmines to basically know right where your triggers are. And then I can then work backwards of saying, what about this made me upset? Then I kind of go from there and say, okay, this must have stemmed from this in childhood because this relates to there. So I kind of go backwards from there where I pay attention to my triggers and then kind of work backwards from there. So it's like, for example, this isn't really childhood trauma, but this happened like something with my first boyfriend. He cheated on me. It was like a bad situation. I was still young, but it still affects. I was like 16, yeah. 17. And it's just like little things. Like if I'm feeling insecure about something or really invested in the way that I look and I get pinged by someone the way someone made a comment about the way that I looked and that like really hit me that my higher self knows that my, my image, my body has nothing to do with my worth as a human, but my ego is pinged. Boom. That's like where our inner child wounding is. And, um, so then I can basically work backwards and say, damn, that like really affected me for some reason that someone made a bad comment about my body image. Then I can kind of think about where could that have stemmed from? Damn, I actually became really insecure after my first boyfriend cheated on me. I was super innocent at the time and I was like super blindsided. So it like cut really deeply. Boom. It's, you know what I mean? Then I kind of can pinpoint it from there and understand where these things are coming from. And then from there, I can almost pull the plug from it is how I always explain it because it's, I just realized it was kind of a lie. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like an illusion. It's like, no, that was just like a hurting situation that my ex-boyfriend at the time was hurting. Hence why he, you know, treated me the way he did. It's like stuff like that. That helps. I love that you say that triggers and also patterns. Why yes. repeating certain patterns and certain relationships and that I like, I was like tearing up as you were saying it because like, that's something like, a personal struggle that I had was like invalidating my traumas because they weren't as big as other people's traumas and it's like no my traumas are my traumas and my right. traumas are the reason why I keep repeating certain, certain patterns because I don't want to see them as traumas therefore mm -hmm. I don't want to heal them but then like that's the reason why I'm in pain now like for example right. I, I used to tend to like fall for people that did not want me and like the people that wanted me I was like no no thanks I want the toxic one But why right. do you want the toxic one? Because I want to be validated. I want to be given attention. I want to feel important. But that I was the same way when I was little with my dad. 
I wanted to feel important. I wanted to be validated. I wanted to, you know, and that's where it comes from, but not until, until like you actually become aware and like realize of the reason why you're repeating certain patterns or like what are patterns that I want to break that are not healthy is that when you can look back and be like, okay, yeah, this happens because when I was little, but it right. requires a lot of awareness. And like you said, forgiveness, because there can't be healing without forgiveness. Like there can't be healing with resentment. Like there, it, there just can't, like, if you want to heal, you have to forgive. Like you have to, there's, there's no, like, they're like holding hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard, but it's worth it because there it's, it's a win-win, you know? Mm-hmm. So no. everything you say, like forgiveness and patterns and triggers, everything is super important for people to, to hear. Yeah, no, that literally gave me chills. And I think that was the perfect example. I was trying to think of one that was perfect of like the men that you gravitate towards and kind of feeling like you didn't have that from your dad. Like that's literally exactly where it comes from. And I also want to, um, ah, that gave me chills, but I also okay. recently watched the movie. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, I can't really watch aggressive movies because I'm way too sensitive. Like it'll ruin my whole mood. But I really think this goes hand in hand because it was such a beautiful depiction of the inner child. It literally is an animated Disney movie, but it's called Soul. I don't know. Have you seen it? You I see love it? it. I love it's so it. I good. I, I watched it twice in like three days. But you know, at the end, the end scene kind of where um, well, basically to give a background for the people listening, if you haven't watched it, it's basically like a movie kind of about essentially very concisely, like how souls come to earth essentially. Um, and like I said, it's an animation, so it's very lighthearted, but it was kind of, it went through this really interesting visual of, um, that main character. I don't even remember her name, but the girl, um, who was with the main boy character and she was trying to come down to earth and she had basically experienced trauma in a way when she was kind of down on earth of saying that like her passions aren't real, like her spark isn't valid, all these sorts of stuff, basically just kind of like trauma dumping as what happens in real life. And those were essentially her, that's her ego that starts to get formed, right? Basically your ego is what's ever feeding you negative self-talk. It's self-serving. It wants to keep you comfortable, safe. It's, it's basically kind of this webbing of just like other people's trauma or like hateful words or whatever that they've kind of dumped on you. And so at the end of the movie, she essentially turns into this they basically depicted her ego as this big like crazy you know shadow monster thing and it like completely welded up all around her and it had all these like voices when you went on the inside of it of like all these people it's like you're not good enough you're never going to be able to get to earth all this sort of stuff which is all that like egoic self-talk that's stemming from other people in your life and her soul was still in there Mm -hmm. inside this huge big black blob and then eventually he like goes in and like basically mitigates her and is like validates her and it was like no like those things aren't real like you are worthy you can do it whatever whatever and the whole thing like dissipates and I thought it was such like a beautiful it like makes me want to cry because it was such like, yeah. like a beautiful depiction it really is how because everyone inside of them has their inner child and it's like all these people when they treat you badly or they say hurtful things it's like no they're not a mean person they're just a wounded inner child it's like and they're just inside this big scary black mob you know what I mean it's like and they just don't have the awareness that they're in there to get rid of those and release those false narratives and come back home to their to their true authentic inner child selves I it's, love it. it's so beautiful and it, i it's so interesting that i feel like everybody should like learn about it or like yeah. listen about it because it's, it's like, like that, yeah it's the way of healing like so many things that are making you suffer today mm-hmm. um last but not least and this is a question that i ask every single person that i invite and i miss me um what does healing mean to you mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a good question Mm -hmm. I think 
I think healing is just, I think it goes hand in hand with our inner child conversation. I think healing is coming home to your authentic self. It's really what it is. I don't think healing is about adding on all these things and morphing to be this, you know, perfect angelic person. It's like, to me, healing is almost peeling back the layers of an onion. Like, I think some people think healing is like building on top of one another. I almost yeah. visualize it. Yeah. As the reverse, like coming home to your true self before the trauma or feeling like you should or shouldn't do this and shoes you should be filling and all this sort of stuff. It's like, I think it's coming home to your true authenticity, free of expectations, free of your ego, free from fear. Honestly, I think it's you living in love closest to your true authentic self is what I think healing is. I love that. That it's not, it's not, it's more about unlearning that about learning. And yes, I love that. Olivia, thank you so much for this conversation. I love having these type of conversations. I loved having you on I Miss Me. Where can people find you on social media? Thank you so much for having me. This is like, this is so fun. I love talking about all this stuff too. And I'm literally so impressed by how wise you are. Like, I'm so happy you had your own podcast because you have so much value that you're sharing with everyone. And I know you're helping so many people. Um, Of course I, so you can find me like, I'm mainly on YouTube, honestly. So you can look up live fit L I V F I I T is my YouTube channel. Live fit listens is my podcast available on all listening platforms. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also on Instagram and TikTok just at um, live fit as well. L I V F I I T. I love that. And please go listen to Olivia's podcast. <laughs> She's such a beautiful person. So patient. Thank you so much for being so patient with me today. Of course. Um, and I will hopefully see you soon. Whenever I'm up in California, I'll stop by yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Meet in person soon, but for now, thank you so, so much for hopping in and having this conversation with me. Of course. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm so happy to have been able to chat. Of course. And that's it for today's episode, besties. I hope you loved it as much as I did. I hope you loved Olivia as much as I did. I loved this conversation. I loved this episode. And I know that you guys are going to love it as well. Don't forget to follow I Missed Me on social media at I Missed Me Podcast on Instagram, at I Missed Me Podcast on TikTok, at I Missed Me Podcast on YouTube as well. Remember that we have a website. We have our brand new membership. We have our brand new healing guides. And we also have the no name hoodie on there. You can find everything about I Missed Me on I Missed Me's website. So definitely go check it out, imissedme.com. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Mafiansuris on Instagram, Mafiansuris on TikTok, Mafiansuris on YouTube. And again, I also have a clothing brand, No Name Project, which I will be announcing some changes very, very soon. But for now, at No Name Project CO on Instagram, at No Name Project CO on TikTok, No Name Project CO to get your hoodie or imissedme.com to get your hoodie as well. You can find the hoodie on both platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys and I will see you guys on Friday for our solo episode. With love, Mafi. To be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at the same time. I just the art of falling in love with each other. I realize that sometimes the only one I can put the pieces back together is yourself. With love, Mafi.